back to another episode of Alexify, the place for fashion podcast. On this week's episode, I have an amazing guest. She's a stylist and a vintage curator who has amazing style. On this week's episode, we have Landis Hudson. How are you doing, Landis? Hi, I'm doing amazing. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thank you for being on. So for those who don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, my name is Landis. I am 23 years old and I live in Austin, Texas. I'm a wardrobe stylist and also a vintage curator. And this is my very first podcast, so I'm very excited to sit and chat about fashion, vintage, sustainability, everything that I love. Yay, I'm so happy that I could be your first podcast. I hope this is a good podcast experience. (laughs) Well, it is so nice to meet you. How did you first really get into fashion? Would you say you're kind of always been, you know, a fashionista since you were young? Or was there a certain person or event that kind of got you first started into the fashion industry? Yeah, um, for as long as I can remember, I have always been very in love with fashion and clothing. Um, When I was a little kid, I would express myself with clothing all the time. I didn't realize it at the time, but um, my parents would tease me and call them my costume changes because I would literally change all the time. And looking back on that now, I realized that that was me expressing how I was feeling and how I was doing. So it's always been something that I've played around with. Um, And then I started to really, really fall in love with it within the past two or three years. Um, I think when COVID hit and we all kind of had time to slow down and really not do anything other than sit at home all day. That's when I realized like, this is something that I'm in love with and I love doing it. Why don't I try and make a career out of it? And it all kind of just happened very naturally for me, which I love. Um, And I'm just very fortunate to be able to do something that I love every single day and then share what I love and my passions with other people on the internet and have conversations about vintage pieces that other people will like geek out with me about. So. Yeah, it's always been something that I have loved. Well, I love that. I know that COVID obviously was such a hard time for everyone. And, you know, so many things just happened in the year of 2020. But I do love hearing those like good, the good little things that, you know, we found out that we loved fashion or that we wanted to do this or that. And so I love things like that, where like you hear like the good parts of COVID um, or just the quarantine in general. So why is the sustainable aspect of fashion important to you? The sustainability thing was something that I really had to ask myself, what am I doing to help the planet? Um, And then I started researching and found out that the fashion industry is responsible for like four to 10% of global greenhouse emissions per year. Um, And that's projected to increase by like 400% by 2030. By 2030, I will be 32 years old, which is just crazy to me. Um, So I, it, it happened organically to me because I have always been a lover of thrifting. Um, I would say probably 50% of my wardrobe has been thrifted since I was a child. And now I'm at a place where I can say that 99.99% of it is. (laughs) So for me, it happened very organically. And then as I started to research more and more throughout COVID, um, I realized that it's something that I should dedicate my life to. Um, And I'm just very fortunate that it's something that I also really, really love to do. And not everybody has the time to become um, super sustainable within their wardrobe. Mm -hmm. So it's just something that came very naturally. 
That's awesome. Yeah. And I love that, you know, you, you sat down with yourself kind of and was like, what am I, what, what is my social, my, my own impact on, you know, this, on the fashion industry. And I love that you just kind of had that internal conversation with yourself because I did the same thing. And I was like, well, I didn't know anything about how harmful the fashion industry was until I feel like I really got to college and learned everything that there is to learn about sustainable fashion. Um, even though it's completely growing and there's always more to learn about it. Um, but I like 100% did not even know. I definitely am guilty of being a fast fashion shopper in the past. Um, just cause I didn't know. And then just like having that, that educating, you know, moment where I was like, Oh, wait, 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 yeah. industry kind of sucks when it comes to like how it, how it impacts our earth. Um, and then I sat down with myself and I was like, so that's not what I want to do. I want to, I want to take this fashion industry and find ways to make it more sustainable and talk with people who feel the same way. So I love that you kind of had that internal conversation with yourself because I, that's definitely something that I did as well. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) The same situation. And I hate that I bring TikTok up so much, but that's like one of the reasons why I love the app because there's, I see so many people, I don't know about your for you page, but mine is like, all about sustainability and obviously you have to fact check and do your own research and stuff like that but I think having a platform where you can talk openly with people from all over the world about things like this is is starting a conversation and it's very helpful yeah and I mean I I always say I'm sorry I brought up TikTok oh I'm I keep bringing up so it's really funny that you did that too because I'll be talking to like my mom and I'm like oh I saw this TikTok and then like oh yeah and then on this TikTok I'm like okay maybe I should take a break from TikTok but (laughs) my mom's messages are just us sending TikToks (laughs) literally I I, today I looked over and me and my mom were sitting in our car and I look over and I was like mom why are you scrolling through TikTok right now when she was like oh my girlfriend just sent me the funniest TikTok and I'm like mom why are your friends on TikTok I know no, no, right? no. That's so no, 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 no. Um, but, uh, yeah, I definitely, I think that what's also interesting is that, um, I, I see a lot of sustainability on my for you page. I also see a lot of Shein hauls and stuff like that, which I totally understand. Again, so many people are not aware of the fact how that the harm that the fashion industry is really harmful. Um, but seeing those Shein hauls, I'm just like, oh, come on, guys. Like, you at least Shein, like, we, I feel like we know is, like, not good. Yeah. And so I definitely like seeing, like, also those influencers come up on my For You page that talk about sustainability because you get, like, a good balance of both. I feel like sometimes, and at least, like, if some of those people who are unaware of the fact that the fashion industry is harmful, like, get those more sustainable influencers on their For You page, like, maybe one time that'll encourage them to go to a thrift store instead of going to Shein. So yes, definitely, definitely love seeing stuff like that. So how did you start really like styling people and becoming a stylist? So during COVID, I had like the height of COVID, I moved to Austin, Texas from my hometown, Indianapolis. Um, and I had no plan whatsoever. I was like, I'm going to get there and I'm going to get a job, like no problem, whatever. Six months go by, still don't have a job, have no idea what I want to do with my life, don't really love the career path of my degree. I'm freaking out. I'm like, people are getting laid off left and right, unfortunately. Like, it was just a terrible situation. Mm -hmm. 
And then I was also in a brand new city. Mm-hmm. Didn't need anybody because I didn't have a job. Obviously nobody was going out or anything. So I was very isolated during that time. And really the only time I left the house was to go to Goodwill. It turned mm-hmm. into like, it's always been kind of like my own little place where I can like go and chill out and check in with myself and stuff like that. So I started going more and more and more and the dressing rooms were closed, which was like, I would spend hours and hours and hours in there every week. Like, I just love going to Goodwill and playing dress up and like making sure things fit me well and all that kind of stuff. So I was really forced into styling almost in a way um, because I was buying these pieces from Goodwill, not knowing how they would work out. And I'd get home and I'd try them on and I'd be like, oh, it doesn't fit. What am I going to do? And then it would sit in a pile for a little bit. And I had had a Depop before, mm-hmm. but I would post like here and there, just things that I didn't wear anymore. And I was like, oh, what the hell? Let me post some things. Like, I'm not going to wear them. I don't, it's too late to take them back to Goodwill. So I started posting and people loved it. And I realized, oh, I could make like a decent amount of money off of this. And I love doing it. Why not? I have the time. So I started thrifting more and more and posting on Depop more and more. And within four or five months, I think I was a top seller on Depop and people were loving it. And I love that you could connect with so many people and really like send off these special thrifted or vintage pieces to someone that you know would love it and cherish it and it would get a whole new life. So that aspect was very important for me. Um, I'm no longer a top seller and I'm moving more towards having my own shop, my own vintage shop really focusing on vintage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also within that COVID time, after I started the Depop, um, I was also working part-time for an online styling company. So I'm really just revolving my whole life around styling and vintage and doing what I love. And it's been so amazing that it kind of, I got that push to do it because this was something that I never thought that I would be able to actually make money doing. Mm-hmm. Like never in my wildest dreams, did I ever think that I would be styling people or shopping per- for people for money? Um, but it's just like my dream. So it, it's been amazing. And I guess that's one of the biggest things that I can say has come out of COVID. And I'm very fortunate to be living that dream right now. Yeah, that's amazing. Ah, dream come true. <laughs> so I've seen on your TikTok that, you know, people send you kind of like mood boards of things that they're looking for. Um, is that correct? Right. They like send you something or, okay. So So sourcing is what it's called. That's what I call it at least. Um, and I've seen a few other people call it that where people will come to you and they'll say, I'm really looking for this vibe of t-shirt or this very specific piece that I seem to can't find. I can't find it anywhere on the internet. Can you find it for me? And so they'll send me these pictures and I will basically source it for them on eBay or Poshmark, Depop, any like online, anywhere. Um, And then I'll send them a link to it with, and it's in their specific size that they're looking for and they can purchase it or not purchase it. So there's no like me sending you anything like in a package, Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm. but it's, it's like the cheaper alternative to a style bundle. If you have something like super specific in mind. Um, And then on the contrary, there's people that will say, hey, I have no idea how to style anything that's in my wardrobe. I want to do over, send me five outfits. I trust you. I'll pay you whatever you need. And so I get to do kind of on both hands, I get to be super creative with it and try to, I'll usually stalk my clients on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and kind of figure out what kind of vibe they're going for. Ask them like all those 
good questions that you need to know, like, where are you going in your life? What are you doing? What's your like day-to-day -day type of situation? And go from there and really just help them figure out what they're going to feel most confident wearing. Got it. So when people send you like just a bunch of, if they just want like, Hey Landis, like just send me, send me like five outfits. And this is kind of the vibe I'm going for. And they send you like a few Pinterest photos or something. Do you have like an inventory of things that you've already thrifted and then you kind of choose from there or do you get the pictures and then you go and you go thrift for them? Yeah. So I always, I don't have any inventory. I do have some personal inventory that I've just been hanging on to and I'm either going to sell on my vintage account or I'm just like kind of holding on to it, hoping for the perfect day to wear it type of situation. But no, um, since the style bundles are always based off of your exact measurements and your exact style, I will go out, I'll take those photos, I'll write down the little notes that I have for your very specific bundle, and then I will go out and thrift those pieces. So that's kind of um, the process. That's super interesting. Yeah. I love that. That seems so fun. It is <laughs> very time consuming, but luckily I have the time and I love it. So it's great. Yeah. That sounds like, uh, just like, cause I always, I always thrift with like my brother and my boyfriend and I love them both, but neither of them know how to thrift well. And I just <laughs> like, I just explain it to them as like, literally just like go through all of the clothes. Like there's a bunch of clothes and just keep looking through all of them. <laughs> Yeah, I think that they're just either like both super impatient because like they're used to not thrifting like they're used to going to like Lululemon or something. Um, <laughs> so they so they just like they'll look at like one rack and be like, OK, let's see, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I didn't find anything. And I'm like, I'm not I'm going to be here for like three more hours. Like you're going to have to think of something to do. And so then they always ask me and they're like, will you help me? And I'm like, yeah, I'll. I'll go through all of the clothes for you. Sure. I'll, I'll do what you would be doing if you were thrifting, uh -huh. but you just don't want to go through all the clothes. So I'll do it. Yeah, sure. But also, um, other than the fact that you're my brother and my boyfriend, you wouldn't pay me for that. Like I would totally do that. So it's really cool that basically you are, have made a job out of what I get forced to do by my <laughs> my brother and my boyfriend so maybe, funny. maybe when I my husband to go he just sits down and reads a book at this point he's like over it 100 <laughs> literally so that's what people ask me all the time they're like how do you thrift and I'm like you don't leave until you've touched everything that's everything. literally the key. you have to go through everything and then maybe you'll find a good few pieces but like I'm not just like magically walking in and there's like all of these things <laughs> sitting there waiting for me like I'm a freak and I have to go through like this isn't just like an in and out situation like you don't want to thrift with me because I'll be there for hours most likely no uh I was also in Colorado with my friends and again a huge thrifter so like I will be there until I've like you said like I have touched everything like I will go through the men's section the children's section my the women's section the lingerie section the furniture section I will literally go through every section of that store and then I will do it again to make sure that I've like literally touched every single thing. I will look at tags. I will look at whatever. Like I just keep going through it. And we were with, I was with my friends in Colorado and my friend decided to take us to the biggest thrift store I have ever freaking seen. And I was like, guys, I'm really sorry for what I'm about to do, but <laughs> you guys are really going to be sitting here for like the next 20 hours. And hours. yeah, like have a good nap. I'm going to be over here. 
Uh, overnight uh, yeah literally i'd be so okay with that right so okay with that um so yeah that's super interesting what you do i love that maybe i'll start doing it Um, (laughs) you've inspired you've been awesome that's what it's all about right yeah that's amazing well so how many people have you styled so far would you say oh goodness i mean on top of my my real big girl job is what i call it thousands and thousands and thousands I'd have no idea how many oh, wow. um, that's so my, cool my own personal styling is very as a pretty new concept I've only been doing it for a few months um and that also happened like very organically I think how it happened was I was I started posting on TikTok more um just like outfit inspiration type of stuff thrifting um and someone reached out to me and was like do you do style bundles and I was like I do now, I guess. Like, <laughs> I haven't done this before. Like, yeah, that sounds great. Okay, I'm in. And she was so sweet and was just like, I trust you, whatever you want. And I was like, she, like, I don't even know you and you trust me. <laughs> For me, style is something that's so personal. And it's like something that I love to take a lot of time to process through and get ready. And it's like a fun, like me time. So when people started reaching out and were like, I want you to style me. I was like, okay. Like it was the biggest compliment. I was so surprised and like so honored to be able to like touch their lives in like such an intimate way. It was just, it was amazing. And it, 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 it happening organically was like even better. Cause I, you know, didn't have to stress it or like overthink it or anything. And it just happened. And ever since then, I'll still get people that'll message me on Instagram or TikTok. And they're like, oh my God, I love that. Can I please I need that. Can I purchase your services? And it's still just like the wildest thing to me that that's real and that people are finding me through the internet and are wanting or liking my style enough to trust me to style them. It's crazy. No, you have amazing style. Yeah, I I was like looking at your Instagram beforehand and I was like, oh my God, I love her style. Do you know um, Madison Wild on Instagram? and t- She's like a, I don't, she's an influencer kind of, I don't even know. She, she just has really great style. Um, mm-hmm. And your style kind of reminds me of hers. So nice. I'll have I'll to check her that. out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love your style. So you. when, when you're styling people, I mean, I feel like the only aspect that would kind of be hard is like, do you like to incorporate a little bit of like your touch, your style into like what you give people or does it, is it like completely all theirs or is it like a mix of like what you like plus what they like? Yeah. So I've been very fortunate to where I've tried everything. Like I've done all of the phases, all of the styles and then <laughs> it led me to this point, a few disastrous outfit looks later, <laughs> 23 years later, I finally feel like I have it down. But what I love about my personal style is that I feel like it doesn't fit into any certain box. Mm-hmm. And it's really about finding amazing pieces that I love. And one of the, one of the ways that it, it, it's a really hard process to get through because we live in a society where you walk into a store and everything is marketed towards you specifically for you to want to purchase everything in the store. Mm-hmm. And so it took me walking into those fast fashion forever 21 H&M a million times and being so overwhelmed because I wanted to purchase everything because it's Mm -hmm. all 
so cute and affordable and marketed towards me. And then I was like, I don't like this feeling. I do, it doesn't feel like me when I, when, when I do purchase those clothes and I do wear them, it doesn't feel like me. So it took me a very long time to figure out what I like, what I want to put on my body, how I want to convey myself to the world. Um, and it took a really, really long time. And then my style kind of just came directly from me. Instead of looking outwards for inspiration, I stopped looking at Pinterest. I stopped following, you know, those fashion influencers that I was like, I just want to copy you type mm -hmm. of thing. Because that's, I mean, that's a big thing with social media these days. You know, the amount of times I find myself scrolling through TikTok and a new product pops up and they promise you that it's going to be change your skin or whatever, like stopping and being like, girl, you just went to buy that way too quick. Like you need to think this through for a second. I started doing that with fashion. And I think thrifting is an incredible way to explore your personal style because then you're, you know, you're picking out a piece that you like just because you like it, not because it's a trend or because someone told you to. So when people are coming to me for style bundles, I feel like they're coming to me because they like a part of my style at least because mm -hmm. I feel like it's a very complex thing and just what I'm into at the moment. So I, I make sure to always ask them, how, how are you willing to be a little bit crazier with it? Like how far are you going to go out of your comfort zone? Do you want to really stick to something specific? And my favorite style bundles to do are the ones where they're like, go for it. I just don't like to wear this color or this fabric. Other than that, make me look awesome. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. Um, and then other times I have people that will come to me and they have like very strict, you know, rules and what they want. And oftentimes those are the ones that I find they don't love it as much. Mm. It makes me a little bit sad, but also everybody has to go through that process of figuring out who they are and how they want to dress and what they love. So it's all just a part of the process, but yeah, my favorites are for sure, for sure. The people that are like, do it I don't okay. care. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I definitely agree with what you said about everyone has to go through like the process of and I've never thought about it uh, about thrifting that way I mean I feel like like it's obvious now that you've said like oh like when you go to like a place like Zara like everything's like on trend and like you basically want everything in the store so when you're going thrifting you're really picking out things that are for you. I don't think I've ever thought of it like that. Like, I feel like it seems obvious when you say it like that, but like, that just makes me love thrifting more. It's like, you know, it's more, it's, I'm picking out things that are just for me. I don't necessarily have to be on trend or whatever. It's just what I like and what I think I'll look good and how, what, whatever will make me feel confident. So. Yes. It's like a little treasure hunt and it's just yeah. a, it's a personal thing just for you. You know, it's amazing. I love it. Yeah, I love that. Um, so when you do like bundles, do do you do like, oh, if someone asks you like for one outfit or for 10 outfits, like do you have a certain set number or is it just whatever like someone asks you for? Right now I have up on my vintage account kind of like one through five outfits and their prices. Um, I haven't had anybody come to me for more than five so far, but I have had a lot of people asking for five just because it's kind of like a refresh. Like that's a lot of pieces because I count one outfit as either a top 
and a bottom or a dress and a layering piece. And then I also include like accessories and bags in those two. So it's a lot of pieces when you're sending them, they're in like these huge boxes. Um, so I haven't yet had anybody for 10, but if somebody asked me, like I, I'm leaving everything very like open-ended, like I can work out whatever we need to work out, we can do it. I can work with your budget type of thing. Just let me know what mm -hmm. you need um, and kind of just figuring out what works best. That's kind of at the stages stage I'm at right now. Definitely. So where do you, other than maybe like thrift stores, where do you usually shop to stay sustainable and vintage? Yeah. eBay is one of my biggest obsessions. I probably scroll through it more than anything on my phone. Um, eBay is my favorite for sure. It gets tricky because a lot of the sellers will put pieces at a very low price and then you'll click on it and you'll be like, oh, it's because shipping is $20 or something, you know? So you have to be careful with it. And it definitely took me some time to figure it out because it's nothing like Depop or Poshmark really. Um, but I think eBay is the best because there's such a wide range of just everything. eBay has anything that you could possibly ever need. And it has different varieties, different colors, different textures, different fabrics, everything. I love shopping on eBay for specifically 60s and 70s styles. I've been really into like matching sets, three pieces, suits and jackets type of thing. And there's just a plethora and it's so fun to just scroll through all the way to the bottom until there's no more just like <laughs> for everything um explore my options but yeah ebay is a favorite i get on poshmark sometimes depop i don't shop as much anymore i find that depop has turned more into um how do i say this like i've just found that a lot of the things that people are reselling nowadays are more fast fashion or like for love and lemons pieces that are super expensive or doc martin you know just things that i could purchase online anyway but mm -hmm. i don't really need to i'll get on depop for like the last thing i bought on depop was a pair of doc martin adrian loafers because mm -hmm. i absolutely needed that cherry yeah. red leather so um yeah but i always 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 recommend ebay it's really awesome and you can bid be careful though i've run into this problem so many times and my friends have actually accidentally done this too where if you place a bid on ebay and you win you have to pay it i'm just putting that out there you guys don't get screwed over like i did one time i bid on three different girdle skirts not thinking mm -hmm. that I would win them because it was like a low ball. I won every single one and now I have three girdle skirts. So, oh my gosh, that, be careful for that one. <laughs> but other than that, eBay's great. <laughs> no, one time, um, what you're saying about the shipping, one time I uh, was buying these tights, they were like funky tights and I really wanted them, but they were only like eight dollars. And I was like, okay, like I'm sold, like, oh. done. let's get them. Um, and then I did like Apple Pay or whatever. So I was using my phone to do it. And I didn't realize until like, I don't know, until it, it had already scanned my face that shipping was like $16. No. And I, like for a pair of tights, like I feel like that's a lot of money. I mean, <laughs> shipping for $16 is absurd. Um, yeah. But just like in general, like for a pair of tights, like I feel like that much money is just insane. Yeah. Um, so. I had, it had already scanned my face and then I was eight while it was like loading, I pressed cancel. So mm -hmm. I was like, Oh my God. Okay. I'm good. Like I didn't do it. I didn't purchase it. I'm good. And then, it, um, a few days later I got a package from eBay <laughs> and 
and my tights had come and I looked at my bank and I did in fact spend the money from no. <laughs> it's okay because I've won the tights a lot so they okay. it was worth it it was it totally out. worth it, it worked out. but I definitely was not expecting the shipping to be that much that's that was just like a like definitely look at shipping I I don't think I there's also a pair of uh Custo Barcelona pants that are, were usually I think like $200 and I got them for 16 and I was like why the hell were they so cheap I was like this is like a scam like it's not gonna come and then shipping I don't even remember what it was but um it wasn't that much and they ended up coming and they're like perfect condition and I love them so that's the best yeah so I was like so just definitely check out shipping before you uh use Apple Pay and have your face scan but 100%. it's okay because the tides are worth it it was yeah. <laughs> still a little yeah. butthurt about it, but it's okay. <laughs> um, so when you shop like on places like eBay and Poshmark and Depop, what do you like, what are, what would you say are your like key search terms for anyone that's like having trouble finding things? See, I get this question a lot too. And I posted a few TikToks of like screenshots of my saved searches, but they're so generic. Like it's really just whatever I'm obsessed with. Like I know one of them is like 60s two-piece pantsuit, um, 50s shift dress. It's like the most basic stuff. And it's just like thrifting in person for me. Like it's just, I'm taking hours and hours, like an excessive amount of time out of my day to scroll through everything. And that's really where the success comes from. Um, it's not like I, I have any magical keywords or anything like that. It's really just whatever I'm obsessing over at the moment. Like right now I've been like incessantly searching on eBay for a vintage tool cupcake dress. I don't know where that came from in my mind, but I was like, I should look this up right now. Like a, it's like a sixties prom dress, basically. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessing over them and I can't stop until I have one on its way to me. So that's, that's really how it works. Like, and, and on eBay, you can also save your searches and it can send you notifications when new pieces under that search are uploaded mm -hmm. so that is something that I recommend doing if you're like really 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 looking for something very specific um but I've also found that when you get more specific in the search engine of eBay you, it doesn't generate as many options for you so my mm -hmm. recommendation is always to just go as basic as possible and if you're looking for vintage to go to the settings and click I think it's under condition and then click pre-used so you know it's vintage because a lot of the times I'll get if I don't add vintage in the search bar I'll get like weird ads from for like fa fast fashion type of stuff and yeah. I don't like scrolling through that stuff but yeah my biggest tip is to take the time and if you can't take the time find somebody that does sourcing or does style bundles and you really really love their style and pay their pay them for their services you know I think it's always worth it to put your trust into somebody if you really really love their style and what they do there's no reason for them not to do a good job and it's such an undervalued job I think just because I think a lot of people are in the same position as me where it's like can I really do this as a job right without themselves they don't really know you know if they can do it but I mean it makes my day every single time I get an order for anybody and it's just, it's, it's incredible. And it's something that I think is a step in the right direction towards becoming more sustainable, because unfortunately, a lot of people don't have the time that I have mm -hmm. 
to shop at thrift stores all day and to sift through everything, you know, or maybe their size might not be in the thrift store all the time and it might be harder for them to find or their town doesn't have, maybe they only have one thrift store, you know, and it's picked mm. through. So I think, I think it's a, it's a right step. It's a good step in the right direction. Yeah, definitely. That's, um, I saw a TikTok the other day, of course, again, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and some girl, she goes to like school in New York. I think it was FIT and uh, the thrift stores in New York are obviously more picked through because you're having a bunch of people that go to a fashion school pick through it on a day-to-day basis, which is also definitely something I noticed when I went to LA because I was like, oh my God, the thrift stores here are going to be so good. And then um, they weren't because everyone picked through them already. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she literally had her sister go to her favorite thrift store in her hometown and go thrifting for her. Shut up. I literally saw this exact TikTok. <laughs> it was, a, was, a, it was uh, Sarah M. Tomet. Right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly what you're talking about. That is so funny. <laughs> no, she literally had her sister go thrifting for her. And I was like, that is such a good idea. <laughs> yes. I'm like, it's definitely like true. Like, it's like, we need more people that, because uh, one of the biggest things when I tell people like, if you want to be sustainable and you also want it to be cheap, go to a thrift store. Thrifting is so fun. It's like literally the, I, oh, I haven't gone to a thrift store in like a week and I've been asking my, we're, we were, oh, I recently, okay, getting my whole life story here. I recently got uh, back, uh, rear-ended and so my car was totaled and so my family only had one car to get around. But my favorite thing, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. The car's gone, whatever. Um, life moves on. But my favorite thing was always driving like once a week to the thrift store. <laughs> and so since I have only had like one car and my parents are at work all day, I've just been sitting in my house and I'm every single day they come home and I'm like, can you take me to a thrift store, please? <laughs> please. So, um, but Um, well basically yeah so basically the biggest complaint that I always get with like oh like I want to go thrifting but it's just so much time and like I don't have the time and like I don't have the energy to sift through it well it's like what you said like just get someone else to do it for you okay I I will do it for you Landis will do it for you we love thrifting so we will sift through every inch of that thrift store for you (laughs) I love it um so what are your future goals with styling you mentioned uh earlier having like a vintage store what it what more what goals do you have i would like to in the near future move on with doing larger scale style bundles like wardrobe revamps type of situations um and then you know way down in the future it's always been a dream of mine to style not necessarily a celebrity, but someone that has the money to wear like extravagant pieces because that's mm-hmm. something that, you know, not everybody in their day-to-day life is wearing like a ball gown, but mm-hmm. um, ball gowns and just gowns, dresses in general were like my first love in fashion. I just love, I think that especially vintage gowns are just made so beautifully, beautifully with so much attention to detail. Mm-hmm. I would love in my perfect dream world, we would have like a Met Gala where everybody wears vintage gowns and celebrities closets are like 80% who 
thrifted 20% small fashion designers. Um, but obviously we'll see how that goes, if that happens <laughs> in our lifetime, if it ever happens. Um, but yeah, in my perfect dream world, someone that has the money and is passionate about vintage would hire me to style them on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I completely agree with, I feel like this last Met Gala should have like incorporated so much more sustainability. And there's, there was a bunch of pieces that were sustainable, but I was, I was honestly kind of disappointed with uh, this year's Macella. I feel like with the theme, like they just could have gone so full out. Like there's so much history there that like you could have touched on and um, like anything like seventies, sixties, like let's see every decade of fashion and all of that could be thrifted <laughs> or, or just vintage and everything. I, I get that so. it's like they go with the designers and stuff, but like at least pull from the archives a little bit more, you know, I don't know. I was very disappointed too. Have you seen that again, TikTok? Have you seen that channel on TikTok where everyone's like, oh my God, like coming from a fashion student, like what I would have worn at the um, Met Gala. And then it's like the stupidest shit that like someone, yeah. That always makes me laugh so much, but I want to like do a serious one and be like, what you would see me wear at the Met Gala. And it would have been- I know, I always get so excited. Right? I get excited. I'm like, give me something. Yes, I want to see. And then it's like, oh, like Lululemon. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) That girl though, she made like a year ago, probably when COVID was just starting a dress out of newspaper clippings. You've seen it. It's literally like, I was like, why, why did nobody wear that? Like, at least it's like thoughtful and interesting and thought provoking, but no, like we had people showing up in joggers. (laughs) Oh my God. That dress. When I saw that, I literally reached out to her. I was like, I, you're so smart for that. Um, That's what I'm saying. Right. Um, she, the newspaper was amazing. And then she had like, um, like a, whatever long sleeve part aspect to it and then there was like a mask and then one of the sleeves was cut yes. so you could see the band-aid for the covid vaccine i was like perfect, yeah. it was perfect. where the thought process that went through that like genius like that was genius and i i literally would have like emailed some celebrity and been like hey you should wear this girl's dress because it is perfect for the met gala i, no, I love that I'm glad you mentioned that because I was, yeah, yeah, literally perfect for the Met Gala. It would have been, I know. Uh, disappointed. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on today. Where can people follow you on Instagram and even shop your bundles? Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Landis Hudson. You can also find my vintage account on Instagram at ramble.vintage. And then you can also find me on TikTok at Landis Hudson. Um, and you can reach out to me on any of those platforms for style bundles or sourcing, and we can always work something out. Thank you. Oh, thank you so, so, so much again for coming on with me today. I had literally so much fun speaking with you. you Don't too. forget to follow Landis on her socials. And while you're at it, follow me on my Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, which are all at Lexi Silverstein, L-E-X-Y, silver like the color, S-T-E-I-N. And remember to make the ordinary extraordinary.